Hi, everyone. Welcome to Two Truths and a Drink podcast, where we spill our favorite truths over a glass of wine or a dirty martini. My name is Adrienne East. And I'm Emily. Sit back, grab your favorite bottle, and enjoy two besties oversharing to strangers that we hope become our friends. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Two Truths and a Drink. Hey, Emily, how are you? I'm good, Drini. How are you? I am good. We actually just spent like 40 minutes on the phone talking. So <laughs> yeah, we, we really know, did. we know how we're, we're doing, yeah. <laughs> but we know. You know we wanted to give you guys a, an on air recap or just a check in of, of how we're doing. Um, so we thought that it was appropriate to go ahead and check in on our yearly goals. Now that we've hit the month of February, we've been a month into the year. So yes, um, let's get into it. But I think okay. first, maybe we mm-hmm. should talk about what we're drinking since yeah. obviously that's the most important thing here. Um, okay. <laughs> Emily, tell us what we're drinking. All right. So Drini and I, as you guys know, we're recording from different places. But this week we decided that we're making a paloma. So it's a sparkly, sparkling paloma, which we used Avion Silver Tequila um, the Paloma also has um, grapefruit juice, some sort of carbonation is what we used, um, some lime, simple syrup or agave to sweeten it up. Um, and then we also use either sugar or tahine on the rim, depending on how sweet or salty you like it. And then we also added like the glitter that you can add to drinks to make it really pretty. Um, and the drink is really good, I think. It's a little different from the ones that I'm used to, I'll say. But I is like it. Is it just not, not as sweet as as you were hoping? It's because usually I use the um, the grapefruit soda, like um, Squirt, the Mexican yeah. um, soda. And yeah. I, that's what I'm used to. And this one's good. It just tastes different than like what I like or what I'm what I'm used to, I guess. But it's really good. And so since Adrianice and I are in different places, we're going to be posting our versions on our Instagram. Um, so we are both recorded reels took pictures did the whole thing for the content and um so you guys will get to see both of our versions um just because sometimes like we'll have different things in our refrigerator and whatever so because we've tried to buy the same things (laughs) and it worked like the first three episodes or two episodes but then after that it was it it got kind of hard so but nonetheless i do think that like regardless it's kind of the same drink it's just our like personal take on it so yeah um, Go ahead and be sure to follow us at Two Truths Podcast on Instagram so you can see all things our sparkly paloma, um, but also just to go ahead and get notifications about whenever we have a new episode um, exactly. or just to, just to keep up with us. because I think we're going to be a little bit more active. I think we're, yeah. we've been more active. We're um, ramping up. Yeah. So For sure. And the reel that we posted did really well. I know. Like, I feel like a lot of people saw it. I also just very much enjoyed editing it. So I'm very excited for yeah. the future reels. Yeah. So we'll be doing a whole lot of that. Um, so like I said, follow us on Instagram. So let's check in on our yearly goals since we said we would do that. And we would like you all to hold us accountable. So let's go yeah. ahead. Um, my, our first one, which was both of our goals, was actually the gym or just mm-hmm. working out. And I am very, very, very proud of myself to say that I have like officially been working out consistently five days a week for the last five weeks. I know that's actually, it's crazy though, because like this is the longest streak that I've ever had of working out Mm -hmm. like after I stopped 
dancing every day for work. Yeah. So when I was like, it was Me like too, when yeah. I yeah, when I was dancing every day, I was working out every day as well because I was just crazy. And so I like have now officially, this is the longest streak that I've had since then. And so um, it's been really exciting. Obviously, some days are better than others and some days are easier than others. But I, you know, the saying that it takes, oh, it's actually not a saying. I think it's a statistic that it takes 28 days to build a habit. I'm past mm-hmm. the 28 days and like, I feel good. I'm definitely yeah. at a point where... I want to work out like I look forward to it because I I always I just feel better after doing it um yeah so that's that's my my uh my little round of applause for myself yeah so Uh, for me well I guess technically I'm on like week two officially because last week is when I like for real started taking it seriously last week I did three days this week I'm gonna do four and next week I'm gonna try to do five um so I had a back injury, um, so I'm kind of, like, working through it, so I'm going slowly. Yesterday, I went to the gym, and I kind of messed up my back a little bit more. Well, not that I messed it up, but I haven't been active in the last two months, like, at all because I've had to recover, and so this is the first time that I'm actually, like, being active, so I have to take it really slow, and I went on this machine, and it messed me up, but it's fine. Today, I took um, some time off to just, like, rest, and um, I'll go back tomorrow, but tomorrow's leg day, so it shouldn't be too hard. Um, but I agree. The feeling that I have afterwards is amazing. Like, I feel so energized. And even though it hasn't been that 21, 28, like, day mark, I feel very excited to go to the gym. And, like, for example, today I was actually really sad that I, go- I didn't go to the gym because I really, really wanted to do arms because we were going to do shoulders and um chest and biceps I didn't get to go um because I go with my friend so I'm kind of sad but it's okay little by little you just have to rest and then come back stronger um I was literally today I reminded myself yeah yeah. I was telling Em before this I was like you like you can't just have a back injury and then expect to like (laughs) yeah be able to get back into it as heavy as as you are like you have to take that kind of thing easy so yeah honor honor your body yeah, today I reminded myself to be kind to my body, and she was very grateful. I still have a little bit of, like, um, soreness. I think it's more just, like, sore and fatigue in my muscles than, yeah, like, my actual it. spine. But um, little by little, but I'm feeling really good. I or- actually ordered some clothes, too, um, which isn't really, like, a part of my end of my goals, but I ordered some clothes to make me feel better about going to the gym, Um and, like, I got, like, a really great deal, and I feel like these are going to last me forever, so I'm very happy that I was able to get them now. Yeah, I agree. I think there's – it's it's good to buy clothing that you feel good in because, look, there's a roundabout way of everything kind of working together just ultimately exactly. for you to be your best self. Mm-hmm. I always say that, like I, – I work from home primarily, but I still – like, there are days where I still like to get up, do my hair – do my makeup, get dressed, change yeah. my clothes. Because I always say that when I look better, I feel better. When I feel better, exactly. I work better. When I work better, exactly. I'm just happier. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in a roundabout way, like buying clothes is, yes, it does it help you. It does. Yeah. 100%. I feel you. I bought a dress a while ago um, and it's like very revealing in the back. And I used to have like a very muscular back. Not so much anymore. Um but yeah. I, I'm, I've been working towards it and I can already notice like a very solid difference in my back mm-hmm. and it just motivates me to want to like 
keep you know, going keep going right so that i can you know what's so funny that you say that i put on my scrubs and like i know this is more of like in my head thing but i put on my scrubs and like two weeks ago they were really tight around my thighs and then this week when i put on my scrubs they weren't as tight and i don't know if like i just made that up but i felt really good to think like okay it yeah i'm it's starting to feel better or it, honestly i might not even have lost weight but i do notice that i'm less bloated and i don't wake up bloated from my hands and my feet so i'm like something's ha- has to be working i also have like i've been um upping my water intake yeah, I'm that, that's probably so helping as water. well yeah yeah okay so the next yearly goal that we're gonna check in on is saving money yeah have you been so doing how, with that M? I think I've been good actually. I know I said I just spent money on some clothes. <laughs> um but like actually aside from that because of some extra things, I've actually had to spend more money because life happens. Um but I'm still okay. Like I been that's, that's I've I've point. been much more aware of my finances in terms of like this is where I have to allocate certain amount of this and saving this and this is what has to get paid. This is what can be put on hold. This is the prior, like all of that stuff. So, you know, I'm 23. I graduated college like a year ago, but I feel like I just like actually started like growing up six months ago. So it it is a learning process. And this whole like finance thing and being financially independent is um, very, very new to me. But I feel like, I'm getting a much better grasp at understanding how I have to prioritize everything. So I feel yeah. good. I feel yeah, good. That's good. I do think, it, yeah, I, I have to agree with you. There is a learning curve to it when you kind of just start like living on your own and being um, like just basically financing your whole life, like not financing yeah. your whole life, but supporting your whole life. There's a, there's definitely a learning curve to it. Um, yeah. Because it's like a big I, jump. Yeah. I, ex- I had the same thing and there's, you make mistakes and, and you don't know everything, but you figure th- everything yeah. out as you go. So exactly. yeah, saving money has been, has been great. Um, I have like really, really held true to this one. Uh, you know, cause I, there's a lot of other of my goals that I can only reach if I save money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been pretty true to it. Um, and particularly for me, the biggest thing was eating out. Julian and yeah. I, like my boyfriend and I, oh, we eat out a lot. And so mm-hmm. what we did start in the new year was we started meal prepping. And yeah. that has helped us so much. That's also helped us eat healthier. Um, you know, it's funny that's helped us a lot is um, not driving to Orlando every weekend. Um, yeah. Just because every time we go up, we go out to eat. We, we, we pay for extra things. You pay for gas. And it like in retrospect, we don't spend a lot of money because it's maybe like, 100 200 dollars i'll say like 200 300 dollars but if we do it like twice a month that's like 400 to 600 dollars just yeah out the door yeah so i agree going out really and again allocating where you're trying to save that money and like readjusting things around is super important but definitely like a learning curve yeah i agree yeah and i Mm -hmm. think yeah like working out I, I dedicate like an hour to an hour and a half every day to that. So it doesn't even give me time to go out to eat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You see how all, in a roundabout way, all of my goals are working together. <laughs> no, literally, literally, because the like the next two things with like saving money. So I bought yeah. jeans 
um, again, with the whole gym, working out, buying clothes, all that stuff. So I bought jeans because right now the jeans that I have, they're a little too small. And I am tired of, like, putting on pants that make me want to cry every time I put them on. And I think that not a lot of people talk about that feeling. Um, So I'm tired of putting on pants that make me want to cry. So I went and I bought pants from Abercrombie, um, but I bought them too big. Like, they're comically (laughs) big. Like, I literally look like I'm drowning in my pants. Like, I, so I, I really hope, I mean, only if you want, but I, can you no, post we the should picture post it. No, we should it's post it because so it's really funny. funny. It's like the most <laughs> Emily thing I could have done. But you want to know what I, I, and I told you this too, but I, when I first got them, I told Chris, I was like, this is what I needed. Because if I would have bought them too small, I literally would have cried. Like, I would have just like sat yeah. on the floor and cried. Like, I would have thrown a tantrum. No joke. So I'm glad that I bought them and I was able to laugh at the fact that they were so big. And that, like, it was just, like, something silly to make me laugh rather than to make me upset. And, anyways, now I can exchange them and I don't have to pay the price difference. I can just, like, (laughs) pay the same price as a sale. Um, I still have, like, 20 days. So I have to go very soon. And then I've also started doing my nails at home. So I bought, like, the kit on Amazon and I've been, like, painting them every, like, two weeks. I've been, like, sitting down in my living room and just, like, sitting there for, like, four hours doing my nails. That is a long time now that I say it out loud, but it is really great because I, one, am doing it as like therapy, like a form of therapy Um, because it's just like me time. Yeah, it's Um, therapeutic. But also, I really want to get better at using my left hand. And this isn't like a goal (laughs) that I set, but this is just like I'm realizing that. I don't want to be a surgeon, but like if I wanted to, I could. And so now I'm like determined to make sure my left hand is as good as my right hand. For what reason? No reason. (laughs) Just in in case you need to perform, perform surgery. Literally in case, um, you know, I've watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) So I feel like I'm qualified. Someone's going to smack me and that's okay. But yeah, those are kind of like the, those are kind of like the two things that I've been like really excited about is that I've been doing my nails and I just bought jeans that were literally so big it made my day and i literally tell everybody they made my day too that picture was so funny i laughed about it for like a solid 10 minutes no literally it was was so funny we'll post it i think that picture is so funny like (laughs) i feel like that's very like that's an emily thing to do that was such a it is 100 percent. and like that would only happen to me which is fine it made me laugh made me giggle all right, so we thought that it was appropriate that because we're leading up to Valentine's Day that we would share Valentine's yes. Day plans with you guys, um, mm-hmm. which now that I like think about it, um, I don't actually know what my Valentine's Day plans are. Oh, really? <laughs> it's well, a surprise. Funny you say, because <laughs> I thought it was also a surprise, but I think, okay, so Chris and I are very much like king and queen of you want your present right now. Oh, um, my God, no. We cannot wait. But I'm also Christmas, like that. No, Christmas every year, we've opened up all of our gifts, like, the second that we bought them. Um, This year, last year, and all the other years. We are (laughs) literally the worst. Birthdays, same. Everything, same. So, he, um, he made reservations at this really, like, pretty Italian restaurant in Miami Beach. So, that's probably what, that's the only thing we'll be doing. Um, And then I think Sunday... So that'll be Saturday because we're not going out on Monday because he has um, work and I have work. He also has school. So we'll be celebrating the Saturday before. And for now, that's the only thing that I know about. We'll find out if there's more to it. Um, Exactly. 
I also haven't been asked to be his Valentine yet. So Rude. I'm not sure if I'm even <laughs> doing anything, actually. Or if you're just going to um, stay home and mope because you should. Yeah, I'm literally going to sit there and be like, you didn't ask, so we're not going. He's going to be like, no. And it's funny because we were literally just like, we were watching TV and he was like, he just showed me the restaurant on his phone and I was like, oh yeah, this place is really nice. And he was like, yeah, so what time should I make the reservation? And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, yeah, for Valentine's Day. I have to make it 21 days before Valentine's Day. He's had 21 days and he still hasn't asked me. Oh, I'm not even going to go anymore just to be mean. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, 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 but you should. No, I'm kidding. No, don't do that. Don't do that. No, I, I, I'm, a, I'm we're, we're about to give dating advice and I'm giving you like terrible dating advice I know. right now. Break up with him. No, I'm just Break kidding. Up. He's done. Yeah, I, I actually, wanna, I don't, uh, I don't know what we're doing. The only thing that I know is how much it costs. Um, because I, I check our bank statements obviously all the time because fraud, um, I'm scared of fraud. So I check our bank, like I check my bank account, like at least eight times a day. Mm -hmm. Um, and I saw like a charge on there and I was like, what is that? And I asked him and he was like, well, you weren't supposed to see that. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry that I checked our bank, our joint bank account statement. And I saw it. And I was like, why don't you use one of your credit cards? And he was like, because I just didn't think you were going to look at it. And I was like, okay. Anyways, I don't know what it is, though, because the uh, like the statement, what it said on the mm-hmm. statement didn't give me any information. It just gave me like a, a random state that it was charged to. So I have no idea. I just know how much it costs. <laughs> but nice. um, it's Saturday night. Like that's our, those are our plans are for, that, for Saturday night. And then Monday night, I also have no idea what we're doing. I just expect to... Um, I expect to be uh, wine and dined, and that's it. Like, to I be really honest, <laughs> I feel like we're just probably going to make dinner together, and, like, that's the vibe. I love, like, Chris always cooks because he's a better cook than I am, in my opinion, and I just, like, help him. So he's, like, the main chef, and I'm, yeah, like, I feel the you. sidekick. Um, so that's probably what we'll do. Maybe, like, I really want to bake cupcakes and, like, decorate them and, like, make that whole vibe so maybe we'll do that on valentine's day i probably should plan valentine's day since he planned <laughs> the non-valentine's maybe. day dinner but but I um to this this if i'm being honest mm-hmm. this, valentine's day is like a holiday for me yeah <laughs> more than it is for him and and i don't i feel bad saying that but i also don't because i i I pamper Julian on his birthday. I pamper Julian on our anniversary. I pamper him on Christmas. And like he does too, but I really go all out for his birthday and for Christmas. Yeah. And so like I don't feel bad sitting back and letting him take charge of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, because I That's know okay. that, you know, it's it's it, it's even. It, we all we, it equals itself out, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so next week we'll be giving updates on what we actually did. <laughs> exactly. But it's funny that we just gave each other such horrible dating advice because that's actually what today's episode is about. Yep. We asked you guys to go ahead and submit some questions on some things that you maybe were curious about or just anything, really, anything revolving dating, your significant other. And um, we have a list of questions. And we thought that we would go ahead and give you guys our best advice. I do want to preface this by saying that we are not professionals, obviously. I think you guys know that by now. Um, But also take whatever we say with a grain of salt. If you don't agree, that's fine. If something resonates with you, take it. If there's something that doesn't resonate with you, leave it. 
take exactly. what's for you, leave what's not. Again, like we're just two girls trying to give advice. And exactly. You know, we I've been with my boyfriend almost four years. You've been with Julian like forever. So yeah, literally. I don't even that's know. That's what we can tell you. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the experience we have. Yeah. So we can start with the first question. Um which is how do I tell someone if I'm not ready to commit? Should I answer or should you answer? Because yeah. I think I have an I have an answer. I think you probably have an I don't actually think I have an answer for this one because I've never been put in this situation. I could probably like formulate what I think is the most appropriate way to do it, but I haven't been in this exact situation, but I always think about it like if that was me, like if I was about to receive this information, how would I want it said to me? Yeah, that's um, fair. And I'm when it comes to relationships, I think honesty and communication is very important. So if you're not ready to commit to someone, I think you should just tell them, like sit them down and be like, I think we need to have a conversation because I have certain feelings and I think that I need to communicate them with you. And um, that's kind of like the vibe. Just tell them like, hey, I'm not ready to commit. And then you can list your reasons or you can just kind of like talk it out and say like, you know, this is like what's happened in the past. This is how I'm feeling right now. Maybe it has nothing to do with this person and maybe it has everything to do with that person. But at the end of the day, you need to respect yourself, but you also need to respect the other person. At the end of the day, you're giving time and they're giving time. And if you're not respecting each other's time, then what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like really, like yeah, we no, only live for so long that. and you like, that's kind of like how I think about it. And like, let's say it was me that was receiving this information. I would want complete and total honesty. Like I'm the type of person that I'm like, if you want nothing to do with me, tell me right away. Like the second that you feel that, tell me when it comes to friends, when it comes to someone being upset with me, whatever, I want to know, um, especially because the type of person I am, sometimes I can't read social cues. Um, I don't know. There's something in my brain that sometimes I just can't read them or like I don't understand what's happening. So, so sometimes you just I be told straight up. Yeah. Sometimes I just really need someone to tell me like, hey, dude, you're being really mean or hey, you just said something that's not OK or what you just said made me feel really upset. I don't like that. You know, and I respect that because at the end of the day, like, those are your feelings. And how can I make you feel invalid on those feelings? Yeah, I don't think feel, that's, it's not right. I think that's, right? yeah, I agree. And I, like, it's true what you said. You can't make somebody feel invalid for their feelings. Feelings are, aren't up for debate. Feelings are, like, yeah. nobody's feelings are, um, they're not questionable like that someone's feeling is a feeling what's questionable is maybe like the situation um, exactly or like yeah. the reciprocation but someone yeah and how i mean they the, feel is not up at for the debate. end of the day exactly that's a conversation that you need to be ready to have um i also would say like maybe think about what's going on yeah. evaluate it from your standpoint the other person's standpoint the overall bigger picture in the moment like just like look at it from all perspectives and and you'll find one that makes sense. And then you'll be able to like say, hey, this is why I feel this way. This is how I feel. And like, it's really up to you. Like at the end of the day, I sometimes even like write out what I'm trying to say to certain people when it comes to like serious talks, because I forget a lot of things and I get nervous really. Like when I get nervous, I just forget like I blank. So for me also, it's really important that I write everything that I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, I, 
and then that I think about it, but it's so, so it's like, I forget a lot of things, but I've never told someone that I wasn't ready to commit. However, many, 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 many years ago when I was like 15 years old and Julian and I first started like, you know, we were, we were friends at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we started to catch feelings for one another. He straight up told me, he was like, look, I am not, like, I'm not ready to commit. Maybe this was like a year into like us already having feelings for one another. Right. Um, and so, but he was straight up with me and I, at first I was so upset cause I was just like, okay, but it's been this long. Like, how are you not? But I appreciated yeah. how honest he was. He said it to me from the get go. I am not ready to commit. I have a lot of growing up to do. I have a lot of maturing to do. And that's important that's yeah. super important that's what i mean like you have to exactly. again you guys like in the in that moment i feel like you really don't owe anything to one another you're just there because you want to be there you know what i mean right so make it worth the while respect yourself respect that person respect the time respect the energy like respect is i think the and overall it's like so much easier to have that conversation before you make an irrational decision to commit somebody even exactly. if they're not ready. Like exactly. it's easier to get to do that from the get go than it is later down the road. And exactly. you know, maybe it is the right person, wrong time kind of thing. And if that's the case, be honest. Cause that's what Julian said to me. He was like, look, g- give me a year, give me a year. Let me figure my things out. Let me, let me, let me do what I have to do. And, and sometimes you just need that. that yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what it took. It took a year. He like got over previous issues in his relationship that he had and then a year later we got together and we've been together ever since so ultimately it's just like if maybe if we would have gotten in our in a, into a relationship before he was ready we would not still be together but ultimately mm-hmm. because he was honest with me and he told me that he wasn't ready com- to commit and he understood and knew why he wasn't ready to commit and yeah. i was willing to accept it although like yes i was frustrated and i was a little upset about it i mm-hmm. i was willing to accept it is ultimately the reason why we're here today and if it ends up not being that person then at least you already had yeah that transparency in your previous encounters or relationships or partners and you don't drag that on to other relationships so exactly yeah yeah okay how do you get back into dating after a long-term relationship womp Unfortunately, this is also something that I have experience in. Right. Um, I don't know. But I think what I can say ultimately is I think that there's never a right time to do anything. And I say that literally about everything in life. Like there's never a perfect time for anything. Sometimes you just have to do things. um, Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, So like for those that don't know, Chris and I were together for two, almost three years um and then we broke up well took like a break for like a year and then we got back together so actually I think we're closer to five years than four maybe six I don't know things have gotten lost in translation but that's fine so there was a point in time yeah and COVID happened so there was like a point in time where um you know like we weren't together and so in that time you know you get to like meet other people and talk to other people whatever right um so i think like to get into dating i think it is really hard but also you have to take it one step at a time if you're not ready you're not ready um and like you'll know you'll know when you're okay to kind of like give that energy to a person even if it's just like that that phase where you're just talking like you'll know um 
And sometimes you just kind of like how Adrienne said, like you just have to rip the bandaid off. You just sometimes you just have to throw yourself into the situation, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like at the end of the day, in my case, I always knew I was gonna get back together with Chris, so nothing was really worth my while. But I knew that, and like for me, it was kind of just like. I just knew I had to grow up, so I think maybe, like, dating and, like, talking to other people kind of helped me to realize, like, okay, there's other people in the world, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, and you kind of make that decision, but to get back into dating after a long-term relationship, it's difficult, and it does take time, um, but, you know, just be honest with yourself, don't put yourself in situations that are going to hurt your feelings, and if you don't feel ready, then you're not ready. Yeah, I think that that's like probably the, like whenever you feel the most ready is the best. Exactly. Moment. Yeah. But how like how do you how do you even know if you're ready? Well, I think that that like that's a super personal, um, and situation based experience. Everybody is yeah. Everybody copes differently. So you know, depending on how you you're coping, or depending on yeah, on like the severity of of the a breakup. Or exactly. the situation that a breakup entails. It's all really based on situation. But when you get when you when you take that step to get back into dating after a long term relationship, it does take a commitment to yourself to be honest with yourself. Um yes. more than anything else. It's more about Agreed, like, yeah. okay, how do I how do I stay true to what I want, what I don't want, whether or not that I want to continue this, whether I want to not continue this. I think exactly. that that's it is being committed to yourself before being able to get back into a And I honestly dating. think the best thing as well is like follow your gut. I'm a very like gut based person. I my gut tells me feelings. I I just I don't know. I my anxiety sits there so it just me and my gut have a a real relationship. <laughs> You're tight. So when you yeah, so when I know, I know and like that's that feeling that I mean is that my stomach like I don't feel nervous. I don't feel scared in the sense of like it's very intimidating and I'm not ready. Sometimes like yeah, I'm a little anxious, but that just means cuz I'm a little excited and it's a little bit unknown, but I'm ready. And when you have that, you'll know. Like that's what I mean. It's like very vague um but once you feel that feeling of like you start to like table that conversation, you're like, "Oh, maybe like maybe I can go get drinks with said person or maybe I can like have this one-on-one time at a dinner or maybe we can go watch a movie. When you start feeling those feelings, then that means you're ready. Then right. that means, okay, I can try. doesn't mean you have to be with them forever. It just means like, okay, maybe I can go to a dinner and maybe I can go watch a movie and maybe I can go for a walk in the park, you know? So I think... um the best advice is you'll know yeah like, you'll and, just know. and that and just to be like committed to yourself first and foremost and yeah exactly your, Put your yourself desires first. yeah and your needs which leads us into the next question how do i tell my partner my needs aren't being met um you tell them yeah um, i think i mean okay so yeah. i guess i will also say this it i Adrienne and I have been in a relationship and we also live with our significant other. So I think we're in a stage in our life where we can be honest with our partner and like you kind of just have to be, otherwise it doesn't work. Um, and I feel like we can be a little almost like more blunt with the way that we um, communicate those needs. Yeah. And I, cause I can, I know like in the beginning of the relationship, it's very scary to be like, Hey, like my, 
hey, like, I wish you would do this. And you almost like, you don't want to seem pushy. Um, But this is something that I did is like, I set my boundaries at the very beginning. Like when we were like, okay, like now we want to be a little bit more serious. There were certain boundaries or certain things that were extremely important to me. And I made those known. And then as we went on, if anything needed like readjusting, then that was a conversation that I was able to have and be like, hey, like, you know, I like this, this and this, but I don't like this, this and this. What do you like and what don't you like? And then you can kind of like go from there. Yeah. It, it, that's very much like that has to be a back and forth conversation. That's um, not a one sided conversation. Yeah. But I, I, I do yeah. think that that's probably something that like it's it's harder to like to to get going to like rev up so like something that i did a lot and i still try to kind of practice this but i think that something that helped me in the beginning of a relationship because like emily said it's a lot it's scarier in the beginning of a relationship um but it this it's just a like a very productive way of communicating is to mm-hmm. um tell somebody why what it is that you're asking for or what it is right. that you're saying is beneficial for them. So like, for example, you know, one, something that I've told like my partner, like, Hey, I, I really would like some additional help around the house. Right. Right. That was what I I told him, you know, and, um, that was like when we first moved in and really our, our lives were really turned upside down because COVID happened. But ultimately I was just saying like, I'd like some help with laundry. That was a big thing for me. And so I told him, Hey, I would like help with laundry because then it would alleviate, it would take off some of the, uh, the time or the the load off of me and I can focus on other things such Mm -hmm. as, and then I started to name things that would be beneficial for him. Hey, if I don't have to do all of the laundry, I can then, I don't know, you know, make dinner earlier, make dinner earlier. Yeah, exactly. Or I can like watch one of your favorite movies with you because like that's important to some people is for them to spend quality time enjoying yeah. something that they like. And, and that's, but that for him was like, yeah, I would really like if you would sit down and enjoy one of my favorite movies with me. You know what? You're right. How about we do laundry together and then we sit together and fold it together while we watch a movie and ultimately i always try to communicate what is beneficial for them out of the yeah. need that i'm asking for myself and sometimes there's not a benefit for the other person and a need that you're asking for yourself but a happy partner ultimately is a happy home and and it's just yeah you're overall happier overall i so think, I think um, that as long communicating as you that feel, benefit yeah as long as you feel like you're speaking your needs um, and the other person feels like they can also speak their needs. That is like that, that right there is, that's the key. If you're going to go into that conversation, just make sure that you're also willing to hear what they have to say in regards to the things that they also need, because at the end of the day, maybe there's a reason why, you know, and sometimes yeah. you need to be open to hear that why, even if it is a criticism, at the end of the day, it probably is going to be better for the both of you if you hear each other out and then come and meet in the middle, you know? So yeah, I agree. Just yes. with that one, I definitely would say like take it step by step, kind of like figure how you feel. But I also feel like you shouldn't shy away from validating those needs, but also validating the other person's needs. Yeah, I think that that's a pretty, that's 
something that you should practice in all of your communication is to be able to not only like give it, but take it. Yeah. In the same way, like, for example, you know, criticism, when you criticize somebody or when you when you want to give some sort of like constructive help to someone, you have to be willing to take it as well. Like you can't just give, give, give and not know how to receive. Um, yeah, exactly. Every exactly. every conversation needs a giver. Every conversation needs a receiver. It's better when both parties are both. When both exactly. parties are communicators and when both parties are receivers. Um, that that's just the most effective form of communication that I have exactly had in my relationship. Um, but also yeah. in just like professional relationships as well, like professional work, like receiving and giving, receiving and giving. Um, it, it, it'll make you a much more successful communicator if you, if you can nail that. So yeah, this next one is funny. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So it's, what is the most petty reason you stop talking or dating a person? which i was a kid like i was literally like a teenager the last time i like talked or dated anybody else Mm -hmm. um but i'll tell you the most petty reason i stopped dating a person um was because like the first time i kissed this person their breath actually it's not even petty it's valid their breath smelled so i I knew you were gonna say this i knew you were gonna say bad i have an on yeah i have an ongoing joke and i and julian laughs about this all the time i i told julian i was like you know what julian i like i couldn't do it anymore it's his breath smelled like I'm he dead. ate. That's he so, ordered. I remember this. I remember this. yesterday. That he ordered some, uh, like one of everything off of the McDonald's menu. And Julian still to this day thinks it's so hilarious that I said that. But it's true. Like it was so bad. I I had to cut it off. After I say that. this all the time. This is so bad. But like I said, Chris and I were on a break. Um, we hadn't talked forever, and at the time we were both dating someone. Um, so I guess this isn't like really petty. But like Chris messaged me while I was dating someone, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't love this guy. I love Chris." And I told the guy like straight up, I was like, "Sorry, I don't want to waste either of our times." And um, the love of my life just messaged me again. Sorry. And that was that. Toodaloo. That's I was like, like, sorry. <laughs> can't do that. I, yeah. Look, my thing is when it comes to relationships, I'm almost like a little bit too abrupt. But like, I think that's more like a coping mechanism on my end. Like, it's almost like I'm kind of like mean. But at the end of the day, like, would you rather me be honest or would you rather me lie? Right. Or not just mm. lie, but like to to string someone along, like. exactly dude i can't do this your breath stings like and i didn't tell him you know yeah well i I did i was like (laughs) sorry i just found Um, other ways i was you know like yeah i mean i wasn't mean like i didn't literally say it like that i was more of just like like maybe hey this isn't working no well so i said hey this isn't working and then i was like no well i did i was like and then like he didn't really get the memo and i was like look man i'm in love with somebody else that's what i said and i was like sorry but we're not doing this i'm not gonna waste your time um and i'm not gonna waste my time so we're done that was it that was the whole thing (laughs) that's funny (laughs) all right next question how do you know someone is the one this is a good question because i feel like we've already spoken about this many 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 times but i feel like we're gonna have the same answer and i think it's just you know (laughs) yeah so i think um to broaden this a little bit more i mean (laughs) to give you more context we do know um but in my case i am very much an extrovert and i am very much like very outgoing very like loud very silly like my personality is this like 
like we said in a previous podcast, I could talk to a wall and like <laughs> I rock. could sit there for hours, yeah. a, a rock, a stick. I could, I could talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Um, so for me, something that I realized with, um, Chris is that he's very quiet and like shy and like, he's almost just very like calm. His aura is very just like, let's relax. Like it's okay. It, and not everything has to be so loud. Um, and it's not to say that he like shuts me down. It's more of like a, he's very much like my anchor. He brings me back. He keeps me grounded. Um, I'm very much like, he very much feels like home. Um, in my lifetime, I think the people that know me the best are probably my parents and my sister and Chris. They've seen me at my ugliest and my happiest, my saddest and everything. Even like Adrienne's, Julian, I think, and we've all gotten very like, you, everyone like that's really close to me feels like home. All the important people feel like home. And Chris, out of all of my people, like he is home. He's my rock, my anger. Like when I look for advice, I go to him. When I feel like I need to cry, I go to him. When I want to laugh, I go to him, you know? So that's yeah. kind of like I knew that because he was a things. person I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. that was the tell sign for me. Yeah, I think that there was a lot of, like, things for me, like, that kind of made made me realize, like, oh, yeah, like, I already know. But, I mean, ultimately, like, from a very young age, I always said, us like, like, we're going to end up together. Like, you know, I'm, yeah. go- I'm going to marry this kid. That was, like, something that I knew from the get-go. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. But ultimately, it's just that, no, like, I am so in sync with Julian all the time like mm-hmm. we think the same thing we feel the same thing we want to do the same things sometimes literally like we'll look at each other and we'll like say what the other person is thinking we're so in sync that i just don't think that there's anybody like literally nobody in on this planet that knows me better than him in yeah. so many ways or that knows more about me and is okay with them you know and vice versa like well that's a really good one yeah, because I feel like they know some- they know what we like. He knows what I need before I even like. And I always tell him, and I need to stop saying this because I can feel his head get bigger every time I say it. But I'm like, I really just need to listen to you. Like, I need to stop pretending like you know, like I know better. Because every time <laughs> he says or he gives me advice, it's good. It's such good advice, and it's like everything I needed to hear. And sometimes, like, I think, okay, maybe like well it's too late I already did it my way and I'm like damn I should have just listened to him like I should have just listened to him yeah I think that that's it's a, it's good to have somebody who knows you for your good for your bad for your ugly for everything um and that is okay with it and that not that they not that they justify it but that they're okay with seeing you that way and helping you be better you know yeah um, yes I think that that's yes. ultimately like the best thing is that they can see you at your worst and be like not great but let's turn it around kind of thing this is how we can work it this is how we can work through it um i think yeah also like i've always known that he makes me better and i make him better and that we're always trying to like push each other to be the best version of ourselves and even if sometimes we're struggling we know that today's a bad day but tomorrow might be better you know so it's one of those things but, I also yeah. think that there's like, obviously there's, it, that, that can be different for everybody, but I think that one thing that really 
kind of like helped me realize like not realize i wouldn't say but kind of like helped confirm it strengthen yeah strengthen and confirm like the life that we have built together is um and just like the love that we've built and the the love that we have and how literally everything that is surrounding us is just a ripple effect of how we choose to love each other um Mm -hmm. and that was reading the book the five languages of love I highly, highly, highly recommend that you read that book with your significant other. I think it's super important to know how you receive love. It's important to know how you give love. And I think that vice versa, you need to know how your partner receives love and how your partner gives love. And if it's not the same, then you need to make a decision to be able to give and Meet each other's needs. (laughs) Exactly. You need to be able to communicate like, okay, maybe that is how you receive love. That's not how I give it. However, let's meet in the middle. Exactly. Um, it's a constant conversation that. that I think a lot of yeah. people have to come to a realization that when you become serious with a person, it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. But as yeah, time no. goes on, you become comfortable. So the conversation is always going, but it never right. feels like you're nagging. Yeah. So that's and, just and like. I think that that's true. Is like as you go on, you do feel more comfortable. As you go on, it like it life is just easy. Like life yeah. feels easy. Conversations feel easy. Like telling someone, even like, silence, the most even silence, silence, yeah. silence I, like, is insanely yeah. like comfortable. Coming this from someone who literally yeah. talks circles, <laughs> like silence with my person is like is supposed to feel good. It's not supposed absolute to feel comfortable. Bliss. Yeah, yeah. I think that this this next question is a good one because I kind of want to like mention it because I do want to say something though. The next yeah. question is how do you tell okay your if you want, yeah. So sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so how do you tell your significant other that something they do annoys you? This question, what I wanted to say is when you have proper communication and proper love for somebody, telling someone that what they do annoys annoys you is easy. It's easy. It's like literally you should just be like, hey, look, I didn't like that. That was kind of annoying. For example, I can give you an example right now. I've said it to him a million and ten times, and I'm sure every man on planet Earth does this. Christoph walks through that door. And he just like slowly starts leaving things. And as he comes to the room, it's a trail of stuff. (laughs) The keys, the mask, the water bottle, book bag, t-shirt, jacket. And then he gets closer to the dresser. He's changing his pants, taking off his socks, taking off his shoes, taking off his hat. And he leaves it like that. Like right now. There's a whole bunch of stuff all over the place. There's a pile. He didn't, he didn't clean Jordan it right now. He does that with his socks. Like he takes yes. It, I find socks around the house. So you know I what I do? Socks everywhere. I turn around and I tell and I look at him and I go, what are you doing, man? You know that that's not, a, like, that annoys me. And the same thing for me. Whenever I do something, Chris just goes, come on. Like, <laughs> come on. We, we're at this point where we just, like, look at each other and we go, come on. In yeah. the very beginning, though, I do, I, I, it, it is hard. Like, you almost feel like, oh, what if, what if this scares, what if they're going like, to get mad? This, yeah, what if it scares someone away? Yeah, or it's like, am I asking for too much? But it's also like, the things that annoy you tend to be smaller things. And this is advice that was given to me by my mom. Um, when you're dating someone in that initial stage or in, and as you get to know this person, make sure that the things that they that annoy you are things that you can live with forever. Yeah, and that that's true. are eventually not going to catch up to you. Because let's say you hate, hate that your space is cluttered with stuff. And you cannot go more than two seconds. Let's say that that was me. And now I'm, I'm with Chris and he leaves stuff, a trail of things behind him as he walks into the room. I would not be able to live with that. 
if right. I was it's uptight like a about my space. Time bomb. Yeah, that's eventually gonna blow up in my face. Now yeah. I'm like, uh, whatever, it's fine. Like I- I'm the same way too. Like really, like I'm looking at my side of the room and I have just like a whole bunch of stuff everywhere. So it's not that big of a deal to me, you know. So that's something yeah, I agree. that that advice was given to me, and I really liked it, and I really took it to heart. So I like I'm it. In the I'm gonna I'm gonna like take mental note of it because I think it's true. But yeah, I think that that's that's um a, a solid piece of advice is that like if make sure that it's something that you can live forever with. Um, but yeah, I think that it 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 should be easy. It should be easy to tell somebody yeah. that's something that they do. I'm at the point where like literally I just find socks and I don't even say anything. I yeah, don't say anything. Yeah. I pick him up and I put him but on you see his that's side. Like that you I, can he live knows. with. Yeah, because he knows. He knows. So like I literally just pick him up and I'll put him like on his nightstand. And he doesn't exactly. even, he, he grabs them and he just puts them in the hamper as he should have done from the beginning. But because I'm just, it annoys me. It annoys the crap out of me. But oh, no. it's just funny at this point. Like it's just funny for me to find yeah. socks because what I think about what goes into his head when he does those things, he's probably just like, damn my feet need to breathe need to take these socks off yeah. this is a good place and then to they don't stuff even think them. about it and you know what it is he probably forget forgets that he left yeah. those socks there i just find it funny at that point but i just think that 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 in, in a roundabout way is how do you know that like you how do you know that you love someone is when you can easily have conversations about something that annoys them like because Again, you know yeah. that it's not a make a make or break scenario you know that it's just like voicing your thoughts and your opinions and that that person is going to receive it and that they're probably just going to shrug it off and move on like that yeah. i think is just the the best way to to tell people things is to just be honest but also just don't take it that serious. Like don't yeah, like yeah. nothing in life is also ever your that tone serious. of delivery. Yeah. Your tone of delivery is going to come across. Yeah. It, like if it's something that's very serious to you and you're like, all right, this literally like I cannot do this anymore. Then that's a conversation you have to have. But I also think your significant other is going to know, Hey, like she's very serious right now. I am a little nervous. Okay. <laughs> I should, this, this might be more, more serious. serious. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is a more serious conversation. Um, but again, be honest, like, and if it's that serious to you, make it known. If it's not that serious to you, make it known and stand behind your decision. That's yeah, overall, I guess, what I would say. Because then I think that, that when you start to blur your own lines is when somebody else blurs those boundaries yeah. as well. Well, so. if you don't respect yourself, they're going to be like, why should I respect her? And Right. That's a whole other thing on its own. Exactly. Okay. All right. So the How- next one. How do you know the right time to move in together? Do you um, want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? <laughs> uh, I, it's, I hate that I keep saying this, but it's like I just knew. Well, okay. For me, um, I just, it felt like the right next step. We have already been dating for so long. Um, we are basically spending every day together. We just don't come home to one another. Um, I come from a very Catholic background. My parents are Mexican. Um, this is like more or less a harder conversation to have. Um, but I also think like I made it a much more difficult conversation with my parents than it needed to be. Um, because from the get-go, like, I was just very honest with Chris. We we had that conversation because, to me, us moving in together means, like, this is it. This is endgame. It's me and you. Like, 
I want this to work type of thing. And he was on the same page. We, we, you know, we, we were able to have the money talk, the responsibility talk. We were able to say, you know, this is how I feel. This is how I want to deliver it to my parents. We were able to kind of like have an overall conversation of how we wanted everything to go. And, um, you know, like ultimately I, for me, I won't speak for him, but for me, like, I didn't want to be with anybody else. I didn't want to go home without him. Like, I didn't want to go to sleep without knowing I was going to wake up and see his face, you know? Yeah. Um, and it just felt like, it just felt like the right next step. Like, we've already been dating. Like, we literally spend every second except, like, the 10 minutes before we go to sleep and the 10 minutes after we wake up. Like, that, we were spending that much time together and um our circumstances also just kind of led us to like okay this is the next this step makes sense for me and this step also make made sense for him so that's how i would put it is that if it makes sense it makes sense yeah i think that that's true i think that for me it was for me and julian one we were we had the idea that we already wanted to move in together but we wanted to buy a home so we had a lot a lot of time to prepare for that like are we making the right decision kind of thing um because the home buying process is a lengthy one and it's a complicated one so you really really get really close with your significant other when you're buying a home i think and um for us it felt like we had already outgrown the previous like stage of our relationship we were so like interconnected and so serious that yeah. it felt like okay we know we don't want to get married just yet um yep. because I wanted to graduate college before we got married um and I wanted to but but it felt like that was it you know what I mean like okay we're not gonna get married and like we really don't care to get married before we move in together like that's just not how we roll um yeah each of their own but that just wasn't important to us so we knew that okay moving in together um and so it just felt like there was, we needed um, something, you know, or we needed to take the next step in order for us to continue growing as a couple. Because we had outgrown exactly. that previous that previous stage, you know, like there was really just no more growth for us. And it felt like we didn't want to get stagnant and like, okay, that's how we know. We know that at the point where we already are as close as we can be or as strong as we can be. Where in this stage of our relationship ex exactly we need to take it to the next step so we can learn more and i'm gonna like literally it feels like your relationship is like a fresh start when you move in together um Ooh, i yeah. wouldn't say like a, yeah like i wouldn't say like like super fresh obviously no but i would say that it's like literally there's a shift and it's a next changes. level type yeah. of experience where now you're spending 24 7 with this person like maybe not 24 7 but i will say you are spending almost every moment in your little home with this person and that's a lot of time yeah and also and you, have to like you it. <laughs> are learning them at a you are learning about this person at an intimate level like their bathroom habits what they like to eat <clears throat> how they hang out and chill at home the shows they like to watch the music they listen to the podcast they listen to how's their work set up how do they sleep how like do they yeah. like to change in the like in the restroom right after the shower or like do they like to get naked like you know what i mean like that's a lot of stuff that you never knew when you weren't living together you know oh 
they like this pillow they don't like that pillow right they like this amount of blankets but they don't like this amount of blankets they don't eat um right in early in the morning they'd like a cup of coffee and then they, you know what i mean like those are just examples you are learning so much more about them but you are also learning so much about yourself and how you cope because now it's just you and this person and then yeah. maybe eventually like a dog or <clears throat> you know maybe you live with a roommate or you have kids whatever the case may be it's a new experience for everyone and everyone kind of has to like learn to coexist together and like I've said before, I think the most important thing is to respect one another and take it step by step in that yeah. situation. Yeah, I think that. You, yeah, I think it's important that you already learned everything that you could possibly learn about them because you don't want to be learning basic things about them when you're already living together. When you're already living together, like yeah. that's when you have to learn a new set of things, deeper things. <clears throat> things that are that are more long lasting you shouldn't still be figuring out like what this person's favorite color is at this point like if you're still like figuring that out you're yeah. not ready to move in together like that's just my personal no. opinion you should already be ready to learn a new set of things not basic things that you should have already been learning in your previous stage of your relationship so that's yeah. how i think i you know it's it's the right time to move in together it's when like all right like there's there's got to be more um you know like there's there's more to come um ultimately you just want to be able to know that you're going to move in with somebody and you're going to keep getting stronger together so yeah all right agreed. so let's go ahead and talk about our very very last question um and i think that this one will keep it we'll keep it quick and and simple um our last question is what to look out for on a first date and i have three things that i think you want to look out for on a first date okay. one that the person is willing to talk about themselves people think it's taboo to talk about yourself because it makes you seem self-centered but i don't think that's true i think that it just means that you are wanting to be um like mm -hmm. open about yourself but yeah. also uh, keeping you know at a moderate in moderation if somebody talks about themselves the whole time, that's a problem. Um, There's a difference between confidence and cockiness. Exactly. So. Just the confidence to be able to want to talk about themselves because they want you to get to know them. Um, exactly. That's what yeah. a first date is for. Exactly. My second um, thing to look for in a first date is uh, <clears throat> the kind of boundary um, that you want to set for yourself, whether that's in conversation, whether that's in intimacy, and that that boundary is respected. If you don't want to talk you know, about deep childhood traumas during dinner, then that person should be able to respect that conversation willfully. As yeah, well as any, just respect any, overall. Exactly. And any, any form of intimacy as well that may follow or may not to just respect that boundary that you set for yourself. And the yes. final thing that I would say that you have to look for in a first date um, is some and this is just something that i like i myself would like is this this person make you feel good like did they make yeah. you laugh did they did you know what i mean did they like make this this two hour dinner worth my time you know like mm -hmm. if 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 any at any point you're in a first date and you feel like i would rather be somewhere else or like i'm not feeling comfortable or i don't like how i feel right now or i don't like that i feel this way about myself then it's it's just it's a, not a great situation to be in at that moment yeah um, and honor 
honor that honor your feelings your own personal feelings about how you feel on a first date i think a first date obviously like there it doesn't have to be perfect because nobody is perfect um but it has to be good enough or at least pivotal enough to want yeah. to have a second one that's all yeah i agree i think um as long as like okay in the first day i guess i would say um like the best way i would say it as long as you feel comfortable it's also a first date if you're having fun you 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 feel like you're being respected your boundaries are being acknowledged you feel like you like where it's going and you haven't like really like felt any uncomfortableness or you've seen any red flags that like make your like your gut feel weird then that's kind of like the vibe I would follow um but yeah I agree just someone who's like very kind respectful funny I for me funny is very like impo- is very important yeah um and just like feeling safe if at any point I felt like if I ever felt unsafe then we're not having another date <laughs> like right. at all I agree I also think it's important like don't put too much pressure on a first date it's a first date there's nerves but ultimately exactly. as long as you don't feel like you haven't been respected and you don't feel comfortable don't don't give it a second one however don't exactly. put pressure on somebody like if someone doesn't open the door for you or something like hey maybe they were just nervous and they forgot you know what I mean like yeah you can't know everything about a person in a first date so don't put too much pressure on it just enough to honor what you want and what you don't want yeah and just you know like feel it out if it feels right like it feels like okay like I like this then that's what you should be looking out for on the first date. If there's like one or two things, again, if this is not something that you can live with or it just like really sets off a bell in your head and you're like, mm, I don't like that. And you're immediately like the switch flips and you're no longer into it. Then yeah, maybe that's telling. maybe that's time. Yeah, that's that's like a hey, there's a red flag waving like maybe this isn't it for us. You know, <laughs> look at and- it. Don't don't. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it, girl. Yeah. At the end of the day, it happens when it needs to happen. There's a timing for everything and you cannot question it. The universe, God, whatever you believe in, it has you. So take it as it comes and that's it. Like there's nothing you can do really. Like we only have, we can only change so many things. Right. And And some things are just out of our control. Yeah. Be an open person, open to conversation, possibilities, people, yeah i mean it's a first day like first dates are supposed to be fun right you're getting to know this person like come prepared have three questions that are very important to you not super deep maybe like respect the boundary and then like have fun or pick a really fun date um or activity that you've never done and this person has never done so it it feels less scary and you got you both kind of like have an opportunity to show a little more like vulnerable side of yourself you know and again at any point, if there's something that makes you go, mm, like you make that that noise, the mm, I don't like that, it, that it's you're not a getting a second date. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. No. All right, yeah. guys. Those are all of our questions. Thank you so much for joining in on today's podcast. We hope that you guys like it. And we hope to do more of these submit your questions or submit really just anything and answer your questions because it's super fun. Um, and yeah. we hope that you guys will go ahead and tune in with us 
next week so we can tell you about what we actually did on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'd actually, we don't know. Um, also, let us know if our advice helps you. Um, yeah, you we would love like to feel like we gave good advice. Because I feel like it's a little scary giving advice. It is. And I mean, again, sometimes we're not I feel experts. Like, we don't know. Yeah. Especially because <laughs> I mean, it almost feels bit. like, oh, what if it's yeah. like unsolicited? Well, it's not unsolicited advice because you asked for it. But, you know, sometimes people are just like, okay, we get it. Like, uh, yeah, I don't want that to happen. We're here for you. We love you. We are willing to be your bestie, you know? Yeah. That's, and like Emily said, to build. take what you want and leave what you don't. That's exactly. it. Plain and simple. But if you want to make sure that you can submit a question for our next uh, questionnaire episode, be sure to follow us at Two Truths Podcast on Instagram. And you'll be able to go ahead and see our sparkly Paloma recipe there as well. And you'll also get to see the picture of Emily's ginormous pants. Oh my bought. god, my ginormous pants. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I'm an idiot, it's but okay. I love it. I'm it's, so happy. That it, made me laugh. I it, can't wait for so you guys funny. to laugh. I know. It it happened because we needed it for the content. Yeah. We, yeah. It definitely did. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. God thank knew. you so much. And we hope that you have an absolute great week and a great Valentine's Day, whatever it is that you're doing. But that was two truths. And a drink. See you guys next time. Bye everyone. Bye.